Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald. In three parts, we have our guests this week, the band Hawkeyes. Finally, they open their mouths to talk about the band. Clearly, at this point, they've only rocked out with a hypnotic instrumental sound. Although, I know for a fact that they can all sing opera. True story. 100% accurate. Uh, although, all files to corroborate this information have been burned in a dumpster uh, earlier today. Anyway, we start off with Hawkeyes, Pat and Chris. You, know, you want to close that door? So those knuckleheads aren't interrupting? <laughs> Fair enough. I'm starting off with uh, Pat and Chris, and I'm speaking today with the Hawkeyes. The, it's a six-piece band. Am I, am I uh, excluding like any other secret members? or? No, there's no secret members. There's just six of us. There's only six. <laughs> only six, yeah. <laughs> For efficiencies. How do you deal with those limitations? Uh, that's not a limitation. <laughs> that's an opportunity. For greatness. I like it. Starting off with uh, two fellows who I've spoken with before on the radio and in podcasts before. So I'm not that thrilled. Yeah, don't be <laughs> nervous, man. I'm totally kidding. I love you guys. Uh, this is your first time on in front of microphones in, in a while? Yeah, I guess Definitely. so. Yeah. <laughs> microphones are square, man. <laughs> I don't even want to fucking attempt to to distill for the for the commoner what the Hawkeyes are. So do you guys want to take a stab and, and do the work for me of describing of describing to the world? You want us to do your job for you. Yeah. All right. I don't know. We're pretty weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh <laughs> No, we we we're loud and we're psychedelic and you know, there's a lot of weird soundscapey things. There's also a lot of really heavy stuff. We are, we usually get called a doom band, and we end up on metal on metal bills and stuff like that. But I wouldn't say we're either of those things particularly. No, we were more in the past, but our sound has gotten a lot more expansive and interesting, and less um, less like less bludgeoning <laughs> than it used to be. It's now there's, there's lots of flangers and phasers and echoes and right. weirdness and space. Well. Yeah, if I was going to take a stab at it, and I wouldn't want to get stabbed for this, but exper- experimental, ugh, instrumental, uh, psychedelic, um, loud, awesome. I don't know. Those yeah, are, these are nice. buzzwords. Those are all adjectives, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Professionals have a, a focus group on buzzwords, and they, they know, they're confident. They just uh, narrow it all down for, for the business mindset. How heavy do you guys focus on... People out there liking it, buying it, whatever, or enjoying it. Like, what's the what's the balance of that? Like wanting people to like what we're doing. Yeah, like from <laughs> from, from like um, capitalist sense. Ah, uh, we don't really worry about it too much. I don't think we just kind of get together and do our thing and try to get stuff down. Um, you know, uh, re- recorded wise, whenever we can, which is <laughs> it takes a long time. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we don't really. I don't know. Well, we kind of started as a lark in the first yeah. place, yeah. and we're with no. We had no plan. No plans to like play shows and shit like that. Just kind um, of just to have a good time. Into something. And then it just we just were like, hey, this is pretty cool, and then people liked it, and then we got really famous. <laughs> so we don't know. So no, we don't give a shit. Yeah. No, 
And that's that works well for us. It's really worked well for us. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I totally dig that. And the group, the Hawkeyes, is sort of made up of people who have played in other bands and done other stuff before. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think w- w- all of us. It w- I mean, Stacy hadn't played in bands for a long time before this, but the rest of us had kind of, I don't want to say run our course, but we're kind of, had kind of done our things for a long time. And that's kind of why this is totally different than what any of us had ever done before. Yeah. Because it was like, let's just get loud and relax. Not worry about having songs or having to fucking sing or something. Yeah. It's a not new fact that the, the, the music industry and everything from working class bands and up because of the digital download age mm-hmm. are, call, are looking at calling it quits for whatever reason. And Are you asking me how we make this sustainable in the digital no, age? No, no, because <laughs> cause what, from, what you, from what you guys were just saying, you come at it from a, from a, a thing of no expectations. Yeah, no. Of... of the pure joy of doing it like sure like in the fucking jerry Maguire in the in the beginning and like what happened to the people who enjoy playing the game it all becomes sure yeah but the trade-off is that we all this is not our livelihoods right like yeah. we all have our jobs that we slug through all day long and then we get to come here and and shrug that off and yeah. have a good time and uh we're lucky enough that we're successful enough that um that it's it's sort of self-sustaining. Like yeah. we don't, we're not paying money out of our pockets except for you know, cool guitars and you know new phasers. But yeah, but that, that's like to like Danny's point, somebody like that that is his livelihood. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't work in the office that I work yeah. at all day long. Yeah. So that that that's a lot more difficult. And we, I don't need it's I don't a, need to worry. It's a new about thing that. that's come into his field of play. That's yeah. I, I get what he's saying, and for I understand sure. for a lot of these musicians who were already there making a livelihood, and this is what it is. It's it's and gotta be, it's gotta be scary, but like for for us, hey, this is just a side project, pretty much. We and you know if we play some gigs, if we release some stuff, and we have some success, it's great. But I mean, we don't we're not paying our bills at home. Like Danny's the money we make kind of stays here. Yeah. <laughs> so Danny's a unique case though because he's like he's a remarkable uh, musician and has carved out such a working oh super yeah. hardworking and has really been successful really on his own terms, which is really amazing. But all of a sudden, when it's like yeah, the 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 basic way you get any kind of income is kind of pulled out from under you. Well, then what the fuck do you yeah. do then? Yeah. I think I over <laughs> I oversold the point of like. <laughs> People coming at it from respect perspective of fun that it sounded like I was shitting on those who, who, who are doing it for more than that. And, and that was sure. the impression I got. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, and I, thankfully, I edit this, so it's all good. <laughs> I'll make you guys sound smart. When I did a radio show on CJQ, like uh, there was like a van with a six pack involved. Oh, I'm sure there was. Okay. What yeah. are we gonna show up without beer? For goodness' sake. <laughs> So, well, no, I'm just saying the bar was set then that, yeah. I, that I never had to worry with you guys. And we were talking about the past, past band experience. Is, did, did you feel on the stage and in the course of working with other people in a room that the, the, the skills transferred or did it feel like uh, you were starting fresh? I think it's all pretty transferable. I mean, everybody yeah. in this band came from other bands, so we all kind of cut our teeth and had realistic expectations about what we were doing and yeah 
I think for yeah. for us coming from the stars here and Ron coming from the Saigon Hookers and stuff like that, those are bands that I think back then were trying to make it. We're trying to achieve success, and it was um, pretty much a losing battle. <laughs> like it wasn't going to happen. So we came into this project with uh, that experience, and we that that led to like having no expectations. It was just kind of fun Friday night jamming. Which turned into recording, which turned into some gigging, which but but we still have a pretty laid back yeah. um, philosophy. So and I think to, like sure like those other bands, yeah, like the Miniatures, the yeah Saigon mm-hmm. Hookers, everybody. We were all yeah sure we were trying to be successful, but we also were coming at it from a place where it didn't that didn't really matter. At the end like, of the day, no. At the end of the day, we were going to be doing it regardless because we were having a fucking good time with our yeah. buddies, yeah. and that yeah. was that's the best part of anything yeah. really. Yeah, my releases. I have this podcast, and it it keeps me getting in front of people that I want to talk to about shit. So, well, and it's creative, and it's an outlet, and it gives you, you know, it gives you that project, and it gives you something to accomplish, and it gives you an excuse to hang out with your buddies and have a good time, right? Absolutely. With the with the other functionality outside of playing, it, and I kind of want to dip into like this the the sound and 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 how you how you create it from whoever has a spark or how it's added onto. But functionally, are there certain people assigned with specific things like uh, updating the band camp or... Uh, Stacy. Stacy's our social media guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rest of us can't yeah. be arsed to do any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> and, and God bless him. He's a, yeah. he's a selfie queen, so he's, he, he makes us look good occasionally. <laughs> is that the same with the uh uh pressing of uh releases well that i mean that kind of st- like as far as actually pressing records and that kind of shit we are usually partnered with a label of uh that is you know putting up the money for something like that yeah. and and then getting into the more of the nuts and bolts of like well what's the cover going to be like that stuff you know we've like this poster here is by a guy named bronco he did the cover for the um the split with shooting guns and you know the poison slows you down record is a photo that was taken by um our buddy chris i think or Bax. it was either Bax or chris i, I can't remember Fertnig. uh chris fertnig we have a couple of buddies who are really awesome photographers mike Bax and chris fertnig so they keep us in cool photos and yeah so it's just a matter of sitting down and deciding what we think looks cool. Ron is also a, a fucking amazing graphic designer, so he nice. can take care of the real, like, uh, how to actually do it, And then, but everybody's input is welcome and that kind of thing, of course. And then Rob's brother is yeah, and Jamie, a couple awesome prints yeah. for, uh, for our band, too. Nice. People, I don't know, we got people. people like doing shit for us. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> which, is, which works out really well, because yeah. they're all really talented, and, and in turn, it's like, hey, look what we did all by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually all somebody else. Yeah. Uh, we well, steal. We steal a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Does it feel validating to know that like more things uh, have, have come out of this than you might have expected uh, when, when it started off as just the, the jam band thing, which in spirit it seems to still be after how, how many years? I don't, we were trying to figure out. I, I think it's like seven I think we're years. we're going on seven years. So, which is bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
because it was purely an excuse just that, to hang out and have a couple beers. But you know? the stuff that you're talking about, it, would, it wouldn't have happened if you guys fucking sucked. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not to say we're not awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's just, it's... I was it's underselling. You guys are awesome. Yes. <laughs> it, we, we have an interesting group of dudes that we all have a lot of fun, of course, and a lot of laughs. Um, the fact that we can parlay that into really fucking cool shows... Like, we've played amazing shows yeah. since this band started with bands like Science Fearic and Change of Heart and shit and playing uh, the Psych Fest at the House of Targ in Ottawa like, and making buddies with guys like Shooting Guns and Radiation Flowers and stuff. Guy, like, people we'll be friends with forever. And it, it sorry, I'm rambling on, but yes, to val- the validation is very nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a real laugh that all this stuff is like, oh shit, all we had to do is have more fun and we could... Do we everything really we ever really wanted to it. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's super fun. And it makes it motivation not being the right word, but it, it propels the, it keeps sure. the pistons. Uh, it fire. does. Absolutely. Because we're like, people are waiting for us to finish this record because people want to get, they want to press it. People have like, like we have a guy in England, this wonderful guy named Dave Cambridge, who, which is fucking what a great English guy name, <laughs> totally. uh, Dave fucking Cambridge. Uh, who like, like they're like yeah. like eagerly waiting. Like I can't like get me this record because we need to get this record out because that'll be awesome. So that obviously is motivating, but also like this better be cool because you know Dave wants it. You know. <laughs> what are your your functions in the Hawkeyes? I'm a guitar player. I am also a guitar player. You're gonna get that answer a lot. When you ask. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I said, I, I'm a, I'm around old friends, and uh, I, f- I feel relaxed and comfortable enough to not uh, really care too much about what you what you're thinking. Um, <laughs> um, well, it happened nicely that, and sort of coincidentally, that when we all started playing together, despite it being, you know, ridiculous, like all right, four guitars, like that's fucking crazy. We'll just do that because that'll be funny. Yeah, um, we'll be but, a skiffle group. Yeah, uh, but it kind of fell into everybody had a place within it easily like we all sort of subconsciously have the thing that we do that is like a signature in in the sound right like like a renaissance character in the (laughs) in the play of what you hear in the hawkeyes the character that patrick plays is yeah sure syphilis well we all we're all very different players like ryan is a ryan can do anything so Mm -hmm. he does you know like he he'll do whatever is required and has a fucking Riffs, wicked melodies, ear for that kind of thing solos. He, true he does it all yeah. i'm 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 a lot more of like a melodic player i think and like and my stuff tends to be a little more simple and anchoring gardner is kind of like like fucking david gilmore on shit like he'll do this kind of soaring wild leads and stuff and then ron comes at it. ron is a really fucking good guitar player and he's really good with riffs and really and probably a bit more of a metal approach or a more technical approach to stuff and everything kind of ends up sitting in this funky balance where all those things overlap and then there are sounds you didn't expect yeah at our first couple shows people kept asking us who was singing like after we'd played like fuck who is that singing (laughs) we're like there's no vocals man but you get these weird overtones because there's sweeping effects and there's shit layering up that all of a sudden a simple riff turns into uh, much broader sort yeah. of thing. Well, and none of the players are locked into any of those things either. Like, we all kind of bring our riffs in, or we, you know, we all take passes at the the lead stuff. But there's no real 
it's nothing's laid out. No, with very we don't have very many like succinct songs or uh, or and like most of the songs are you know there's sort of a simple skeleton that yeah. um but within the right. those confines there's it's there's shitloads of improvisation and just sort of making it up as we go like Some could very argue, rarely is it the same twice you you could you could argue that that what the hawkeyes do is is in the jazz realm for that reason oh we're jazz yeah for that's sure. that's what we should change this to is that we are <laughs> jazz well, we're, I'm almost finished with you guys. Uh, I, I mean, I'm never finished with you guys, right? And I don't want to apologize. I don't. I don't prepare for any interviews, and I. I. Uh, I just started my Either first coffee we. of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I'm always prepared in a certain sense. If I, if I have a pot of coffee in me and I've listened to an episode of Dan Harmon's podcast, I'm I'm set to do a, a really good interview that sounds prepared. Though at the end here. I had one uh, question tied into what you were just saying that was like maybe like the one thing that I thought that would be a good question to, to fucking. To, well, you should to, have. To a, yeah, you, you always gotta have one. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're set. Yeah. Uh, Interview uh, solved. <laughs> is there an attempt on stage to to try and and duplicate what you do on the record, or is it really just there's an outline like this jazz song, but it's more improv like a kind of a central motif that we will send, sort of dance around and, yeah, how, yeah how how much is it improv on stage and how much of there's a little of both there's there's some songs that we stick to the script yeah for sure and there's other ones that just kind of go where they go any given time yeah there are a lot of songs that are like maybe just some kind of cyclical riff or some or like some kind of two chord progression mm-hmm. That we're like, that can go anywhere. it'll be like, sweet, that's one we can play for 10 minutes and it'll, we'll take it into outer space and it'll get weird and awesome. Um, and then there are songs that are, I wouldn't, I don't want to say meticulous, but, but much more structured and like something like we have a new song called Look at Them Scramble, which is like, like that's a succinct, that's yeah. like a pop song for yeah, us yeah, practically. Yeah. Or Sausage, Full of Secrets, yeah. which is a, a real <laughs> opus of Chris's that he wrote for this record. Um, it is quite meticulously structured, actually. It has a lot of parts, and it 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 is one that w- that sticks pretty close to the script every time. And then we also have ones that are just wild psychedelic jams, where new karate you never where you don't really know what's going to happen, and and that's that's the real juice because that's where you get a little magic sometimes. Yeah, awesome. We're here at the the Hawkeyes Jam Hall and uh, going to the next segment now. You're going to do great, man. Let's continue with the rhythm section. This is Hawkeyes, Stacy and Rob. Thanks for taking time out of, out of your Sundays to, to be here. Uh, on a, this, is, this is your jam hall, mm-hmm. but like on a, on a day at a time that you otherwise wouldn't be. And uh, thanks for agreeing to be on the podcast. No problem. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. it. I was just chatting with uh, Pat and Chris, mm-hmm. or Buns. Do you guys call them Buns, too? Among other things, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's yeah buns. Can you uh, tell me what you guys do in the band musically? We'll start with that. Um, I play drums. I play bass guitar. Okay, so we're, I got stuck those, with. The, we're <laughs> those guys. <Yeah. laughs> we're the we're the ones that are at the back. Boom. Well, there is a foundational element to every song, but. It can also just take its own journey on the stage too. But how tightly do, do the, does the rhythm section have to, to have to play to that? Do you, can you also jump around? 
extend uh, we portions. We can jump around a bit, but it, it's for us, it's mostly about keeping that foundation there because if anything really crazy is going to happen, it's probably happening with the four guitar players. There's a lot more... Yeah. Uh, I get a lot more of a, a soundscape happening with four heavily affected guitars, and we're there to kind of just be the glue and the backbone and keep all that held down, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody's listening to Hawkeyes for the drums. Um, it's, yeah, obviously guitar-based, but yeah, if we don't, I don't know, it's, yeah, that's just what we do. I know what my drums sound like on this song are supposed to be, so yeah. I just do that. And there might be, you know, wig outs that they do that I might do a quick little flowery roll, but if I do something like that, that can kind of derail myself, yeah. <laughs> let alone everybody else. So, yeah, I just play along with Rob. And there, yeah, there's room for everybody to move around. It It is a kind of adventurous band in that respect, but it's, I don't know, I kind of think we're a traditional rhythm section when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rhythm to the to the human brain, what activates you before melody, before notes, before anything else. And uh, who doesn't love the low end feel? Yeah, man, it's, <laughs> it's the pulse and heartbeat of the whole thing, right? Yeah. All those other guys from in the band can take a fucking hike. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, yeah, it's uh, fun. It, like, yeah, I don't know. It's like we get. I know Rob and I exchange glances jamming or, you know, recording or live or whatever, where it's just like, yeah, that sounds cool. Because, yeah. you know, we have to pay attention to each other. Right. And beyond that, it's, you know, like, I think Pat, for the most sake, is kind of a rhythm player. I could pay attention to him. Yeah. yeah. And Ron, too. Like, if I'm getting lost, if, I, if Rob's too far away from me, I'm just like, okay, well, what's Pat doing? Because sometimes, you know, it's all of us on stage, it's hard to get good stage sound. Yeah. So I don't, I'm like, I really hope I'm playing the right song. Yeah. Um, but it's, I don't know. Everybody has their anchors and cues and whatnot, though. And there, there is a huge level of telepathy going on. With yeah. Six Massively, yeah. So what I don't know about, about you fellas is uh, how, how you came to create this thing that uh, became the Hawkeyes. I think uh, it just kind of started out with us having played in bands for years and years and years and kind of spun our wheels in clubs and had kind of given up on any kind of hope of it being a career. It was just something that we kind of, I wouldn't say want to do for fun, but have to do for fun. Like it's got to come out some way or another. So we just kind of got together and decided to do something a little different. I'd always played in bands where there was a, tremendous amount of structure and rehearsal needed to play kind of intricate busy tight sounding music I guess and that's where the real challenge for being at Hawkeyes has come for me is is just being able to be kind of loose and in the moment and and respond to things right out of thin air and react and and I don't know try to keep it interesting, I guess, without a vocals or uh, any kind of real written in stones idea about song structure or anything like that. It is, it's really uh, kind of gaseous, I guess. It's yeah. changing the entire time and uh, morphing 
it's it's cool it's challenging it might sound simple and sparse and you know spread out but it's kind of tough to make that yeah cohesive there had to have been sort of like a thought that like this is this is us jamming but it's also it's our it's a sound yeah it yeah i don't know it sort of came together all at once when we first started doing it and now it's just like yeah writing stuff is obviously formed from jamming Mm -hmm. and then we sort of put pieces together like oh that worked because we'll jam out an idea for 20 some odd minutes (laughs) however long our songs are and then more often than not a lot of it is forgotten but like the good stuff obviously sticks out hopefully and then like with our recording sessions we we were just chatting in there um about how like right as we're about to record the song we'll rewrite it even while we're recording which is terrifically frustrating for me because i'm i'm not a musician <laughs> i was gonna be like yeah. for, for there's for a lot of forgiving <laughs> absolutely because it's for the greater good right it's yeah. just like if somebody says hey man can you do this drum beat i'll try it yeah and if it works awesome because i might not have thought of that um so it's kind of cool that even at the moment of like pressing record things still can change yeah yeah it's you're hearing a lot of reaction it's, in the it's always evolving and constantly reacting to subtleties and other things that are happening yeah and have never happened before yeah and we might not hear that until we play that recording back we're like oh that was a good take let's go listen to it and we're like oh that sounds like mud let's not do that part add something else so and then you know the recorded song isn't what we're probably going to be playing live either right it which is fine like obviously you'll be able to tell that it's the same song but it's nice that nobody's uppity about this is how it's going to be right you know because it's it's easy and it's fun and that that's kind of the whole idea from the get-go for us it's just to yeah just have fun playing and enjoy yeah. playing and, and then a cartoon cricket in a business suit walks into the room and, hey guys i fucking uh my wife uh we got a we're calling it the Hawkeyes, and we're gonna go for it. Yeah, that's cool. I've, and it's the, the Hawkeyes. You know, this fun thing has been fun for how long now? I, I, I was trying to figure out that with. Uh, I think it's been seven years. I think we've yeah. formed in two thousand eleven. Like no, two thousand eleven. Yeah, I was trying to figure that yeah. out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be around there. Which. Is, yeah. Time flies. Yeah. Yeah. That's Time flies shocking. when you when you take forever to do things <laughs> yeah the fact, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've done two years worth of things that felt like five years and it was actually seven years okay yeah, yeah we, we've been incredibly lucky with what we've been able to do and been yeah. afforded to do and people have put faith in us to do in that time period because yeah it's something that as i've you know when people ask about the band i'll just be like because i don't talk about the band outside of who does that? But yeah. anyway, um, it's just, yeah, we started off as a laugh, just, and then people actually cared about it. And that hasn't changed how we operate either, Yeah, which is cool. Um, everybody keeps a level head because we've been in this game for, since our teen years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like why lose sight of something that's still fun that people actually give a shit about? Yep. I've never been in a band that anybody actually cares about, and I've been in dozens of bands. They're mostly <laughs> shitty, but it's just like, yeah, the fact that people want to put out our records is amazing. Yeah, and yeah, 
we've we've been very lucky. We've met a lot of nice people that have helped us along. So, you know, why would we lose sight of just hey, we're having fun with our yeah each other? I don't know. It's great. It's cool. This is what I said to Pat and Chris that that people wouldn't have such a great reaction to something that sucks. <laughs> like so, it basically, it's it's got to be telling you something that I feel also is that what you're doing is awesome. Uh, Thank and you. Do, do, do you feel like that says that? It's all flattering. I mean, it's yeah, absolutely flattering. Somebody would want to put out a record by our little band, and even as far as uh, offering shows, it's not like we actively book shows or anything like that. Things come to us, we decide if they're right, and we'd love to make them happen for people that give a shit. I guess. Yeah, yeah. everything has to feel right, like because we're like because we play so rarely. For many, many reasons. But it, I know it's also going to sound very egotistical that it's got to be worth it for us, but it's yeah. like, you know, six guys. It's a big ship to steer. It is, yeah. And But if at the same time, if it's really good friends that are like f- promoter friends or people in other bands, yeah. you know, we just know what fits. You know, some early shows we did might not have fit, but we were also like, oh, cool, we're going to play a show. We're a band. Yeah. But now it's just like, and I think people get it. Um and we also don't want to play all the time because we all enjoy our couch time and also playing all the time. Nobody gives a shit about your band anymore, yeah. you know? And it also adds a little sense of mystery to us maybe that we didn't plan on it, yeah. but you know, that helps too, <laughs> I guess. It sounds like scientifically how the band works, works best for the people involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we've made a decision that, you know, has sat wrong with us for yeah. very long. I don't know. It's, it's everybody's got to agree with it, or at least for the most part agree with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because, yeah, you don't want somebody in the band being really sore about a decision that's made because then it's not fun anymore, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. We're six buds, so let's keep having fun. Hopefully people still care. <laughs> <laughs> There are no bad answers. I've I've loved, loved all of your answers. There's only um, shit uh, interviewers. <laughs> and uh, don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> is is money important? And then the answer is like no for these reasons. Like I didn't think that money is important. It's like it, I want to hear you to to tell me that rock and roll is not dead, and the spirit of rock and roll is not dead. And you've you've done that in in uh, in spades. Money would be awesome though. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we never said money wasn't. <laughs> I'm, you don't care about money, do yeah. you? <laughs> Excuse me, baking powder. Yeah, if we uh, yeah. So if anybody wants to give us a box of money, we'll gladly take it. We'll try yeah. it out. Yeah. See how it works. Yeah, we'll spend it accordingly <laughs> on our lavish lifestyles of cheese and hammocks. I'm very happily going to present the. Uh, the website everywhere that I pr- promote this episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. However, uh, it was told to me that that you handle some of the online stuff. So can you? You don't have to give out the URLs or anything. Can you? Can you tell people where they can find your bodacious uh, shit yeah. on the internet? Um, yeah, like our Facebook. Um, <sighs> this is a bone of contention with me. I know just what you're talking about, and how, they suck. Well, no, not even that. It's just our our handles. Because we uh, initially were, we put doom at the end of our 
name for our social medias because there's a ton of Hawkeye or Hawkeye's bands related. And Maybe we're like, superheroes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if anybody just Googles Hawkeye's Doom for Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, um, our website, which is like hawkeyesdoom.ca. It sucks that we have Doom on there because people think we're a metal band and we're not. I just thought it was a cool add-on word. Yeah. Well, okay, cool. Hopefully people will not. Yeah. Hopefully most people are as dumb as I am. Oh, there. No. But yeah. So yeah, the usual channels, Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter, and then our, oh, Bandcamp, I should say, because that's where you can buy our stuff. But every if you go on to the website, hawkeyesdoom.ca, it directly links you immediately to Bandcamp. That's where you can hear most stuff. And we just got on Spotify. We're, we're as slow moving on technology as we are on creating records, but um, we're there. So yeah, that's awesome. slowly we're going to be, um, Ron, who will be talking soon, is uploading all of our albums and everything to Spotify and nice. Apple Music, whatever. I'm still not... All those platforms yeah there's like there's there's got to be like one stream that sort of like passes it around to all the other i think yeah that's what he did i yeah i went through indie pool my old shitty records but i fully endorse the that that you uh listening uh check out you guys's band cool (laughs) of course just a reminder if you go to coffeehousecrowd.ca if you're listening to this podcast you probably know where we are uh where you see pictures of the hawkeyes there's a link there. There's going to be a link on, on the website too. So check them out. Thank you, uh, Stacy and Rob. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. We finish now with the other two of four guitarists, Ryan and Ron. I hope that's everyone. Is that all six? Is that all? We first was formed. (laughs) That's when the friendship was really born. (laughs) So this is the last third of the Hawkeyes interview where I'm uh, slowly waking up still. <coughs> Mr. Ryan Allen and Mr. Ron Spolsky. We had Pat and Chris earlier who, who sort of described their guitar functionality in the band. So how, how, would, you, how would you paint yours? Kind of holding down the middle to a large extent, I would say. That's you what know, she the, said. The, the, the co- <laughs> Yeah, kind of the the core elements of the song. I think like between Pat and myself, largely we're kind of the rhythm section. Yeah, and then these two knuckleheads put the the color on top. The twinkles, the twinkles, and the sprinkles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's four guitars up there. How many goddamn? Uh, how many pedals are being used? Quick math. There's probably forty on stage. Shit. In that area. Yeah, I've got around ten. Yeah, I have a little over ten. Yeah. And then, yeah, probably five, yeah. six. Five, uh, Back when yeah. Rob was running all kinds of yeah, pedals, there's definitely over 40. Yeah, there'll be a 40. They're not all on at the same time. Yes, but, well, ta- <laughs> all, times there. The time. Yes, <laughs> at times. Well, on as, be, as in being used or, or lit up? Like, are they all lit up? What oh, does it look sure. like? Oh, it's <laughs> Christmas all year round. <laughs> I was going to go with, like, the Enterprise or something. <laughs> no, Christmas. <laughs> That's pretty... We're a gift to the world. <laughs> <laughs> it was described earlier as kind of like being jazz. Absolutely. I kind of assume that the, you know, each guitarist decision-making process selection of sounds is equally as not overthought. Um, 
I, the jazz comparison I do get, I think we're more akin to like uh, a jazz avant-garde thing than we are to Metallica. I think everybody's kind of figured out their lane and we mm-hmm. do, we do, there's no question we all cross, cross paths at times. We're going with the race car metaphor. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, yes. We're, we drift. We're very, very inspired <laughs> by Jeff Gordon. Right. <laughs> and, uh, um, and, well, uh, he's a dreamboat. Yes, he is. And <laughs> I'm sponsored by Pennzoil. <laughs> and, um, but as far as, yeah, musically, we, we definitely all have our paths. And yeah. we've all kind of, if I was to analyze things, Pat and, and Ron are, are like the central riff. Yeah. Myself and Buns kind of twinkle on the outside. Um, and even to go a little deeper, it's like Pat tends to have the actual quote unquote riff. Ron is a natural harmony guy. So he'll do the counter melody, the counter melody, do the thirds and fourths and fifths Mm -hmm. and stuff of, of, uh, the central riff. And then, uh, myself and buns tend to be, you know, upwards of chaos on, (laughs) on either side of things. And it's pretty cool. It's, it's a pretty cool building block. And then, and Robin and and Stacy have just their world that it's, it's a solid base, like B-A-S-E of, of. B-A-S-S. B-A-S-S. Yes. Yes. Of, you know, if that wasn't there, then we wouldn't be able to stray as much as we do. And, uh. It's a wonderful thing. It's 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 a lot more challenging than people think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the whole idea of playing a song that has no strong song structure for twenty minutes is it actually is really hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a lot of listening. You, you've got to be paying attention. Yeah. How 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 practiced are you at uh, or are you at being on stage and playing songs and? not reacting to stuff i'm just imagining like and i this is this is not going to translate you well tell us. on an audio <laughs> podcast like the, the crowd's watching and you guys are going like what the fuck? <laughs> well, there's not so much that we're we're definitely we're not in if you see us we're not an engage the audience kind of thing it's not a you we're, know we're going down snooty. our own rabbit holes and it, you're welcome to come yeah <laughs> yeah we're we're all individually in our own world, but we're also collectively in a thing that is us. And, but we're not, we're not fist bump, you know, bumping the audience after a guitar solo. Like it's just, that's not, that's not, yeah, there's, yeah, there's not that there's, there's moments of like, I need, you know, I'll be the focal point and you'll step forward and you raise your guitar and, you know, be a little silly like that. Or you, you headbang a little bit more, but it's not a, Everybody clap your hands <laughs> thing. It's, it's, it's not that kind of a show. I hear there's well, I an 18th the birthday. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't yeah. nobody claps. Um, yeah. Okay. This side only. Yeah. <laughs> the ladies, <Just> lady, <laughs> just the lady, <laughs> just the lady. Tip the waitresses. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, it's a neat thing. I think the more, the experience of seeing us play live is, is one experiencing the volume. Yeah. Because it is, yeah. it's huge. And it's also, it's not shrill because we tune low and that whole, the whole thing of fuzz and stuff where it's not piercing. Yeah. So you don't walk out of a Hawkeye show with your like 
ears ringing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or feeling rough. Yeah. You, you walk out almost feeling out of breath, I find. Hmm. And it's, it, there's a lot of silly little studies of, of, of volume and what it does to your body and just kind of how big bass sound yeah. waves are and kind of gives you a little massage while you're playing. It's like, a pretty cool thing. What kind of out of breath is it? Like, I just had sex and it feels so good. <laughs> Well, I don't know what kind of <laughs> sex you're having there, mister. It's but really the- basic, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Given what I imagine, it, it's like to feel it when you're in front of the band and you're in front of the amps and the PA, it must do something to people. And I, I, I do imagine that people who go to see music in this region get nice and fucked up. So how awesome has some, someone in the audience been? For a long time, people were just really confused by it, I found, at the beginning. <laughs> like, like the what first, is the this? The first few years, yeah. They didn't know how to really react to it because yeah. it's pretty relentless and will take, we'll take a musical idea and really beat it into the ground over time. Yeah. So there was a lot of like, confused, confused looks yeah. the, the first while until we, until we were more, more established, I guess. It's a pretty cool thing. I remember there's a, somebody had a cell phone video floating around where... It was one of our first shows, and it was at the Hive of all places. And someone took a video of, of the eaves troughs outside, yeah. and they were just looking like spaghetti. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. Really? I never, yeah, I, yeah. I never saw that. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, the volume things, it's, it's, a, it's an integral part of it. It's not, we're not just loud for the sake of being loud. It's, it's actually part of the sound, too. Let, it's, let me it's, clarify. It's another member of the band, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, well, just to clarify, I, I don't just mean hearing loud noise. I mean mm-hmm. hearing the music that you guys do, mm-hmm. hearing hearing the exploration, hearing the, the brainwaves that, that form these songs and the volume, like the whole thing together. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, everybody, th- there's the idea of fun. There's, there's definite different paths that a, f- a show can be fun you don't like, have to be on drugs yeah, to like a singer, the hot guys. i'm singer, not saying that no no and it's <laughs> just like a singer songwriter show doing depressing songs or or very heartfelt songs things like that that still can be a very fun show you can absolutely at the end of the day or at the end of the show you can walk out and go wow i went on a ride here this was awesome yeah. that was great you know i didn't i didn't hoot and holler at all but it was great or yeah. seeing you know seeing a funk band with horn section and it's you're playing earth wind and fire it's like that just makes you smile absolutely and it's hilarious and fun yes well and then let's say a hawkeye show it's it's the the cosmic nod as a lot of people like to say where hmm. you just kind of you're, you're getting in the zone yeah and you get this whole thing of you go on a ride of like oh i like this riff they're still playing this riff <laughs> I can't believe they're still they're playing still this riff. Playing this riff. <laughs> and then I sure hope they don't stop playing this riff. Yeah. Because yeah. Y- you go through that whole thing of like, we've drawn you back in. There's generally a part in our time in all of our songs where you, I, I, I have to think most people are like, they're still playing this. There's like mm-hmm. a Stockholm what, Syndrome going, element to it. What's going too? on Definitely. here? Definitely. Yeah. And I, that, know, I love and, it. And, and for then, us as players too, that, that totally happens, yeah, which yeah. is like, I know I have moments where I look around going, okay, are we going to change soon? Mm-hmm. No, no, we're just, we're just getting into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're well, just starting. Uh, this is a great study in anthropology. <laughs> but I know, I, I swear to God, like, uh, wasn't, wasn't there a Warhol movie where you're just staring at a tower 
for six hours. The Empire State Building. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it says Eight hours everything because yeah. it's all in here. Yeah, yeah. That's great. We've had some interesting shows. I do remember the the fellow. I'll remain nameless, but we were playing a show. He got kicked out, and he wanted to see the show so bad that he went home, shaved off shaved his, his beard, beard. <laughs> cut his hair, changed his clothes, and came back. And they let him in. It was worth it because it was. He, no. It's like he put that much effort in. Yeah. It's like the the bouncer that kicked him out. Who I know, he was just kind of like. Yeah, you deserve to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you tried hard. Yeah. It's like he shaved his beard off. <laughs> and he was all wet when he came yeah. back. Like like he was, showered. Yeah, and... <laughs> like his hair was slicked back. We're like, what's who is this? <laughs> A plaid shirt on. He was like, What's going on? <laughs> it was awesome. Well, there I mean that that that's a good selling point right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or not to be missed. Yeah. Or you can mess us. <laughs> it's okay. You can do one of those things. Yeah. Either, either, either. Either, yeah. Do you get requests for Hawkeye songs? Oh, for sure. We have like, yeah, people. Sure. People that know the stuff. Like, it's it's a silly thing because their songs are so long, and 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 uh, when we put out something, you, you only put out songs two at a time. So as a band. As a band that's been to, around as long as we have, yeah. we don't have a lot of songs, <laughs> but we, we, we can play a long time. Yeah. And there'll be people that have, if they've say bought everything, they go, Hey, can you play such and such? And it's yeah. like, geez, we haven't played that song in ages. Mm-hmm. Sure. Some of my favorite like a- album albums had six songs on them. Yeah. Yeah. Because six, nine, nine is kind of like the magic number for a lot of classic records. Who are some of the people that, on behalf of the whole band, that you'd like to say uh, to check out have have, have no have um, who who who's been an integral force outside of the band for for helping the band that you'd like to hmm. shout out to or think Steve Jones Steve Jones for sure, for sure. yeah Oliver hmm. Brewing yeah Melissa and Roan yeah for sure shooting, yep. shooting, shooting guns, guns guys huge yep. huge if there's a band to check out Eric Hyder yeah in Dallas Graham. Graham, yeah, Graham Possessor, and yeah, yeah. Possessor, and all the Cardinal Fuzz, Helmet yeah, Lady, jeez, there's a, it's the 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 biggest eye opening, really, most eye opening thing that I discovered from playing in this world is truly how supportive it is. Mm-hmm. Coming from playing in a lot of indie things, and even going to the extent of being pretty heavy in the industry for a little while there, you you. It was really eye-opening how supportive to say, just as a blanket term, the heavy heavy metal world. Hmm. You know, we're not necessarily a thrash thing, but it all kind of it's all one big family. Yeah, and yeah. and there's no and question. it's global, and and it's, and yeah. it's weird how it, it gets found. Absolutely, you know, like the the girl in Sao Paulo as an example. You know. Our favorite Instagram fan. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Where the hell did she ever find us? Yeah. You know? And we're well, happy she did. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it like illegal to play heavy metal in like the 60s and 70s in certain countries? And they, 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 sure they, it is. they, yeah, they, they put out those, uh, those double CDs of like all of the, all of the heavy metal bands in the late 60s that couldn't be released. Probably. Probably in yeah. Russia yeah. And, and, you know, yeah. definitely and communist Asia, for places sure. for yeah. sure. Middle, East, Middle Eastern countries probably. Yeah, so, I, I remember the uh, the story of like Metallica playing in Russia soon after the fall of, you know, communism or whatever it was, the fall of 
the Cold War. The Iron Curtain. Yeah, the Iron yeah. Curtain. Yeah. It was like, they played to 700,000 people. Mm, it was yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, like, just one concert was almost the size of, like, for one band, was almost the size of Woodstock. Yeah. And it's, you know, it was them and I think Pantera and somebody else. And it was just like. And Bon Jovi, I believe. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think they were Weird. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like a half a million people came to see three bands. Yeah. That's wow. <laughs> or ACDC. I think they played to a million people in Russia too. Yeah, I think so. Where it's just holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's to camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this is my last uh, time thanking both Ryan and, and Ron and to the Hawkeyes for, for taking the time out this Sunday to do my little shit uh, show. Happy to do it. <laughs> Happy to do it. It's, hey, guys. Check it. It's podcast. It's all right. <laughs> my name's Todd. It's, it's okay. Hawkeyesdoom.ca. Go there. Get off. Yep. And then log off. Yep. And we <laughs> are... We are recording right now, so keep, oh, shit. keep an eye out. Sometime next year, full length. Yep. It will change the world. <laughs> We're fixing music. We're making, we finally yeah, we finally it. have fixed music. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show. Starring, produced, and edited by Todd Donald. The piano music in the rap is by J.P. Sunga who you can find at jpsunga.com. The theme music is Machielkino by William Chernoff. Find him at chernoff.band. And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock, in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with at Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends.